Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. I have got such an incredible guest to share with you today. I'm so excited to introduce you to Megan. She is a psychology student. She is an animal card reader and we are talking all things gaining confidence as a business owner today. I put a call out on Instagram stories actually about two months now while I was still in San Diego on my trip and Megan, right away, she responded. She was like, I'm a little nervous, but like, I kind of am interested in this. And I recommended to her to listen to one of my other live coaching episodes. After that, she was like, I'm in, I'm ready. I want to do this thing. So we hopped on an interview and you're going to see inside this episode so much shifts and changes with inside Megan just in this short period of time. We talk all about how to own your unique gifts as a business owner, how to take the first step to actually get started building confidence, of course. We talk about practical tips for dealing with overwhelm, how to know when you're actually ready to put yourself out there without putting too much pressure on yourself, how to honor both yourself and your commitments, how to set boundaries around your healing time and what you can give to clients, and how to have fun inside your business, how to cultivate that fun feeling. I'm so pumped for you to listen to this discussion with Megan. You're really going to see her open up, start to question things. She truly has all of the answers inside already. I was just the facilitator for this. I just asked her specific and pointed questions so that she could start to bring some of these answers up to the surface. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share something really exciting with you. Oh my god. Okay, so I have been having ideas coming out of my eyeballs <laughs> and it's it might be like the energy of the planets like something's happening but I am deeply in my creative flow I have so many ideas I'm so excited for so many things coming up and the thing that I want to share with you that is coming up the soonest is what I am calling the expansion pact so it's kind of like an expansion pack but it's a pact because when you join and this is completely free, I'll get into what it is, but when you join, you're agreeing to use this information to grow your business. So the expansion pact is for business owners wishing to grow their business. I'm gonna be giving you five days, five days of really important and juicy tips, tricks, information, how to grow your business. Day one, we're gonna be talking all about doubling your monthly income by looking at your current offers and containers looking at how to maximize what it is that you're doing currently. Day two, we're talking all about the truth about passive offers and how to get started creating one. I think there are a lot of misconceptions around passive offers. Everybody looks at passive income and they're like, yeah, I want to make money in my sleep. But a lot of people don't realize everything that goes into it. And most people are trying to rush this process way too much. Day three, we're talking all about selling, but without feeling like you're selling your soul. Like we're not, we're not talking about icky, sleazy sales. 
We're talking about sales that feel so aligned that it feels as natural as telling somebody that you love them. I'm excited to get all all into that one. It really is like we can kind of think of our business sometimes as like we're courting or dating our potential clients. And how would you actually enter into that relationship versus I'm just trying to make a transaction? It's going to be a completely different experience once you start to shift your mindset around these things. Day number four, we're talking about how to put yourself out there and become more visible. This is one of the easiest ways to grow your business is by becoming more visible, getting more people in your field. But very often, business owners have a deeply rooted fear of being seen. So we're talking all about that, how to overcome that fear, how to make yourself more magnetic for people so that you don't have to do more of the outreach so that people just naturally will be drawn to you and naturally come to you. And day five, the juiciest day of all, we're talking about three unexpected things that are holding you back from your potential because if you were living your potential, if you already knew what to do, you'd already be there. So I'm sharing three things that business owners often are overlooking or missing to step into their potential. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about how to join. So it's super easy. Again, it is completely free. I'm hosting this challenge on my close friends on Instagram. So if you're already on my close friends list, you'll know if you see my stories, if they have a green ring around them. I have about a hundred of you on my close friends. So you might already be on my close friends list. If you're a business owner, if you're excited about joining the expansion pact and you're already on my close friends list, you're already good. You're already, (laughs) you're already joined. If you are not yet, just send me a message on Instagram every day. This week, I will actually be putting a call out to have people join this. All I have to do is add you to my close friends list. It's super easy. We're going to get started on Wednesday the 20th. This will go through Sunday of that week. So five days, five different topics. I'm going to be including a short little YouTube video for each of these days as well. So I'll be doing daily trainings on my stories and then with that little additional video as well. And these videos will only be, only be, available to those who join the expansion pact. They're not going to be available anywhere else. So you have to join in order to get this information. I'm so pumped. I've never seen anybody do anything like this before. Never before have I seen this. I was so excited when I got this idea. I was actually in the shower and I think I need to keep a whiteboard in there or something to draw on because I was like, holy shit, like this is the coolest idea. And I like wrote it on my glass door and I was like, don't forget this. Don't forget this. <laughs> my boyfriend tries to like talk to me. I'm like, babe, I can't. I got to write this idea down before I forget it. It's so good. I'm so pumped about this challenge. Oh, I can't wait. I really can't wait. So again, I'll be running this from the 20th, which is a Wednesday through Sunday. All you got to do is let me know that you want in. If you're already on my close friends list on Instagram, you've already joined. It's easy. Alrighty, without further ado, let's get into today's podcast episode with Megan. Yay. Today I have Megan here. I'm so excited because we're going to be talking all about stepping into confidence. This is a topic that comes up a lot with my clients, whether they are brain rewiring, business clients. I think becoming more confident is something and a journey that a lot of us are on. So Megan, go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about you and your background. Yeah. Hi, I'm 
It's funny that you mentioned confidence because I'm noticing some nervousness and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's already, it's already like, what do you mean confidence? Um, so my name is Megan Sprague. Um, I live in Sonoma County, California. I'm a full-time psychology student um, and I'm an herbalist and I'm starting a business reading animal cards. Um, so that's, yeah, that's where I'd like some support around finding some confidence. I love it. I mean, new business owners are my absolute favorite thing ever, because that is, that's where I was just a couple of years ago. And I, I like how vulnerable you are right off the bat. You're like, yep, I'm a little bit nervous, but yeah. I mean, we're just, we're just having a talk. We're just having a, a conversation totally. and kind of like I was mentioning before we started recording, you know, whatever needs to happen and unfold will, and just trusting that that's all going to work out surrendering to that. So tell me a little bit more about what led you to wanting to start this business? Was there a specific moment? Was this something that you've kind of had in the back of your mind for a while? Yeah, I've, so I've been, um, I've been reading animal cards for myself for probably, I think it's been about three years and I've been developing a relationship with animals and, and plants, um, for the last maybe five or six years. So, um, just through that practice alone, I've, or through that deeper, like deepening of the connection that I have with the natural world, um, I've started to notice how I'm being supported or, or guidance is available. Um, I have a relationship with a specific bird that I see in times of need when I need, you know, guidance around, am I on my right path? Am I supported? Um, I've had a relationship with moose before and places I used to live. So through this, I've had, um, I've talked to a lot of friends about, oh, my animal card said this, or my, you know, my bird showed up today. And a lot of friends have really invited me to share this knowledge and this, um, this like availability of interpretation that I have um, with others. And I'm also on a career path of um, working toward becoming a therapist. Um, so, this kind of like integrates, you know, my herbalist training and my allows me to use um, those helping skills that I've been learning um, in school without being a licensed practitioner yet. So yeah, it's kind of like, and then I also have this, um, I, I want to almost call it a preoccupation with, but this like really deep desire for independence and freedom and I'm 30 now and my parents pay for my, um, my finances for school and support me financially through that. So I also like I starting a business and working for myself, creating and generating streams of income can has looked like to me a gateway to and a path toward freedom and toward being able to support myself in you know, right now I'm saving for hiking the Pacific Crest Trail after I graduate. And that's kind of a daunting <laughs> number that, you know, I have behind it. So yeah, I'm really like looking for independence. Um, and then today what came up as I was journaling before this, I realized, oh, I actually also want to have more like play and joy in my life. And I think my business can be an outlet for that. 
Yes. Oh, I love this so much. <laughs> it's, it's literally like you're blending like the 5D and the 3D worlds together, like bridging that gap in such a practical way that I think can really help people and bring a lot more awareness. Like when we're starting to notice the animals around us, starting to notice more signs from the universe, like that's huge for people. That's such a big permission slip or that sign that like, okay, I am on the right path. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. It, it also, um, I noticed that like when I hear other people talk about their intuition or about their psychic awareness that they have currently, um, cause I believe everybody has, has these abilities and it's just about whether, you know, what our conditioning is like that allows us to have the flip switched or not. But I, I think that when I hear a lot of people talk about, oh, my guides told me this, or, you know, this is what my psychic awareness says. I've always felt like I didn't get the memo, like they got all, you know, the answer sheet and I'm somehow just failing all the tests. So to, when I talk about animals and plants, I, it like gives, I think it gives a more like, no, we're really here in the right now. Like this plant is growing in an area that was just burned and it actually helps our lungs. <laughs> like yes. it's right here right now. And, and we can, I, I want, I think anim, a relationship with animals and plants is an empowering one, like a self-empowering one, which then empowers the earth. And, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship. Oh, I love that so much. And I think, you know, even just to kind of begin this conversation around confidence, I think it's, it's noticing what your gifts are, where, Mm -hmm. what you're naturally good at. I mean, that's for me to meet somebody like you, I'm like, oh my God, I could learn so much from you. And sometimes we take those things for granted. I know when I was doing more climbing training, I went through my personal training certification and I almost just acted as if I'm like, doesn't everybody know this? Like, isn't this just common knowledge? And you forget, you're like, no, actually I've been studying this for this many years. I've been like, you said, like have an affinity for it. It just really draws me in. And we kind of think that everybody else already knows this information when in reality, there are so many people out here and so many people that will listen to this podcast that are like, what's this? What are guides? Yeah, (laughs) totally. They're like, I don't know what those are up there or animal wise, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you're going to be an expander for so many people just right off the bat because of that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for, I've been, my theme of the month is receiving. So this is like, you know, as shadow integration. So thank you for, yeah, I will. That's a really beautiful invitation to receive this. Yeah. And it's like, almost like I'm gaslighting myself where Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, everybody knows about the nervous system. And then no, people don't know. (laughs) We don't. (laughs) Not everybody's a herbalist. I just happen to live somewhere where everyone seems like an herbalist. (laughs) Right? Yes, exactly. Noticing where am I surrounded with people that are really like-minded, which is incredible. You know, it's awesome to have that support, find your soul family, have people that really get you, but then understanding, okay, I am a little bit in the, in a bubble and people, they really don't know this information. And I think it's really cool too, that you have that herbalism background that you can really start to pull into maybe doing some of these readings that you're doing. And what I really, the direction that I want to go right now is this 10K goal that you have in order to hike the trail, the Pacific Crest Trail, which I've heard from people is an experience. We'll put it that way. You know, it's a commitment. It's something that you really feel drawn to do. What is the reason behind that? You know, again, kind of similar to like, why did you want to start this business? Where did that kind of start in your mind? What are you hoping to get out of that? Oh, wow. Um, I think a lot of the themes for 
hiking the PCT for me do mirror those with this kind of business stepping stone because that's sort of how I'm looking at it is that it's a stepping stone while I'm in school while I'm saving for the trail um a lot of it's freedom and I don't just mean freedom of like you know in the like avoidant attachment way of like I have nothing's tying me down and I get to make all my decisions like that's definitely one thing but it's it's freedom from to or freedom to be with myself as I am if I'm hiking almost you know 20 to 30 miles every single day for almost five months I'm gonna have no other choice but to make peace with and really acknowledge who and how I am right now in that moment that's that's what's you know looking at okay my water is like this just all the logistics of of hiking the trail and the emotions that are going to come up and the physical challenges those are have to be felt and sat with and really present i have to be present with them and make peace with them to resource myself along the way so yeah that's probably the number one thing <laughs> and like a reset i mean i'm i've been working on my I graduated high school 12 years ago and I've been accruing college credits the entire time so I'm graduating with my bachelor's degree in May and this is like god damn it I just did something <laughs> like I I just like I'm gonna fucking do this I'm gonna set my goal for something that is all for me this is just mine and I'm going to accomplish it and I'm going to go be with nature and like you know, like Lindsay Mack says, rewild myself, like return to what really is. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're definitely going to be forced to be in your head, which I think is an amazing opportunity. I think a lot of people could really benefit from that. You know, my job as a coach, it is to be a mirror. I always come from a place of love and, you know, if this resonates with you, take it. If it doesn't great, leave it. And it's starting to understand where am I waiting to step into what I know is available to me versus how can I step into that right now? So I think for you, this is something that is definitely going to be a huge confidence builder. I mean, that's learning to trust yourself, your intuition, that's literally relying on yourself for the entirety of this trip. Maybe it's a little bit of trusting other people if they have resources available for you, but it's understanding where in my daily life can I step into that energy right now? You know, it's, it's similar to when people set new year's goals or resolutions and they're like, no, nah, I'm going to start then like until then I'm good. And we're going to just do the thing, but you have so much power in you right now to start making those shifts and changes. And instead of kind of thinking of like, okay, that's the first step in, you know, maybe starting a business and really like moving things forward. You're already on this journey. You've already started it. It's already, the idea is already there. You've already taken a ton of steps that maybe you're not giving yourself credit for. Yeah. That's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're hitting the nail on the head. That's exactly what a friend of mine, she's a shadow work coach. And I did some work with her a year ago and when I did that was when I decided to hike the PCT after having all like I've my life has been filled with through hikers and triggers by through hikers so <laughs> I was just like all up my butt about I had shadow around it <laughs> like I just needed to do it myself but she said she was like well what is it about that and how can you give that to yourself right now um yeah that's a really 
and and I've also noticed this theme in the last several weeks. Um, I've been like working through some deeper sort of dusty, mysterious trauma that my body's been really asking me to sit with and and be with and with a um, with a therapist. But I noticed this pattern of, oh, I'll be happy in my relationship when I'll be happy mm-hmm. in school when I'll be yep. when, or I'll be happy when I have 10K in the bank without even looking up, you know, yeah, at yeah. the shelf next to my bed and being like, wait, there's already all of my gear. <laughs> like I'm already, you know, two grand in. I'm all, it's not 10K. Like I'm already on my way. Yeah. Thank you. That's a really, yeah, great mirror. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, this leads really perfectly into, furthering this discussion and okay so this 10k goal that you have mm-hmm. you know the universe is not cruel it doesn't lead us to things that aren't actually available to us and with my clients and you know people that I coach and talk to I really like to give more tangible <laughs> action steps for people because yeah if we don't have those action steps like we could just stay in the nebulous and not much really shifts or changes for us so this version of Megan that has the 10k She's getting ready to start on, on the Pacific Crest Trail. What is different between where you're at right now and who she is? Where are the areas in your life that you can actually start to embody those aspects of her in your daily life and routine? Maybe that is implementing a little bit more meditation. Maybe that is, you know, whenever you have a nudge from your intuition, actually leaning into that and following it. So for you, where is that space, what are you noticing that's different between you and that future version of yourself that has secured the 10K? Um, The first word that comes up is she's consistent. Um, Yeah, I mean, she didn't do it all overnight. It's not like, I I don't anticipate I'll be winning the lottery. Um, I don't buy lottery tickets, but it's (laughs) (laughs) like, it's more like, consistent that kind of Capricorn mountain goat consistently chipping away at a large project over time taking small steps toward a bigger goal over time um and she's also part of me is like hesitant to answer this question because I'm like well that's you're going to show your limiting beliefs um yeah I mean she's organized or like she's looked at the at the issue she's looked at and really sat with and and resourced herself around um some of the the challenge like the logistical challenges of preparation for this hike and one of the big ones is my dog finding care for my dog i have a friend that offered um i just you know needing to check in with her and um So making sure that my dog is cared for, making sure my cat is cared for. She's also like me in the future with the 10K has also, or I'll just say is on trail. Megan has begun the trail. Um, She trusts that she's done everything she could, that she did what she needed to do, that the steps she took in preparation were appropriate. And she's also taken steps to yeah, I mean, resourcing, and that almost sounds vague, but it's like resourcing around my relation, what, you know, how is, what's my relationship going to need along the way? What kinds of um, 
what am I going to need along the way? I can't just barrel through this. Like I've done so many other things because then I end up sick or injured. Um, what kinds of self check-ins am I going to have in place when I am between trail? I, is any of this making sense? Oh, it's so good. No, this is so good. I mean, you literally just listed out an entire like get to do list for yourself of things that will literally shift you into that future version of yourself. I mean, you, you know, it all, it's all coming from you. You already have all of the answers. Yeah. I, I also just want to name that I've been having a really intense sense of overwhelm around this hike that it feels like there's this pressing timeline to and and I understand too that one way that anxiety shows up for me is instead of just staying the course on on the one goal I've set I'll set like four other goals you know and to say oh well if I do this this and this and this and so yeah I just want to name that like overwhelm is definitely coming up around and feeling really tired already <laughs> like I want this to feel I, I do believe that I am supported and I do believe that I have the resources to do this and I want to be reasonable about honoring, you know, the self-tending that is going to be required along the way. Because right now my to-do list feels like, well, you have class, you have to graduate, you have to, you know, maybe move out of your house or get a subletter, you have to get your pets taken care of, you have to deal with this mysterious trauma and you have to like, you know, really root down and find a more solid foundation in your relationship so that then you can go hike and you have to save all this money. Yep. Yeah. It's like we put these like checkpoints almost in front of ourselves before we actually get to the thing. And I'm really glad too, that you brought up kind of like setting those almost like side goals. Like we're just sometimes, and I do it too. We just keep ourselves busy. You know, we're distracted from that actual thing that we need to do. So we're like, I'll just create some extra work over here so that I can feel productive. We're going to check those off. And meanwhile, we are just, you know, causing ourselves more stress. So I want to offer up something here that actually one of my mentors said yesterday that I was like, holy shit. Okay. That landed, that really resonated. So maybe this will provide you with a bit of a mindset shift or something that you can use as a tool to lean into. So she was really talking about this concept of overwhelm, which I think a lot of us are feeling right now. I mean, shit we're in like year two plus of this pandemic, like on top of everything else, there's just a lot of things going on and winter and just all the things. So instead of thinking of overwhelm as this, okay, God, there's just like so much to do. She was really talking about how can we transmute that energy into gratitude? Holy shit. I have so many opportunities. There's so much excitement ahead of me. Maybe it's a business owner with like quote, too many clients. How can I transmute that feeling of overwhelm into actually being grateful for this and then starting to literally just one foot in front of the other. That's all I have to do. I don't need to think about that end destination. All I can think about right now is what is one action that I'm going to take to bring me closer and we are good for the day. That's so anti-capitalist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so terrifying. <laughs> and, and that's also not spiritual bypassing. Like, I mean, that's something I've wondered too is, is, is this like, trust I have like I did a reading on myself this morning with my cards and the first card was the elephant which is trust it's mm -hmm. like remover of obstacles it's I just yeah and that was I'm wondering I've been questioning that or you know hyper vigilantly looking at it like 
But if you just trust, or isn't that, you know, anxiety says, if you just trust, aren't you just avoiding taking action? So, okay. I, I mean, I guess you're saying, you're not saying, well, we're not taking action. You're, you're saying we're doing one little thing each day and we're saying that's enough. Yes, exactly. And sometimes too, I mean, especially with my business clients, it's not just about, you know, let's, yes, let's be thankful for the abundance of things that are in our lives, but also sometimes you got to take shit off your plate. Sometimes either you just literally piled too much on your plate and there is just too much. And we get into this, oh, I've got to almost control everything. I need to be hypervigilant about this. When in reality, we could lean into trust and potentially offload or release some of that. I am about to share one of my deepest secrets with you, but I'm really pumped because I I feel like I can finally talk about it. So when I was younger, I grew up a competitive swimmer. I was always in a swimsuit. And I mean, if that's not just like challenging enough as a young woman to be in a swimsuit all the time, on top of that, I had such bad acne. I had acne all over my back. I would get these big cystic bumps. They were they were so painful. They hurt so bad and they didn't look great either. And I was always so self-conscious of my back knee. My face usually looked pretty good, but I broke out everywhere on my body and I was so embarrassed for so long. I didn't want anybody to know, anybody to see it. And this has continued pretty much up until just this year, struggling with back knee, being a climber. I'm generally in tank tops. And while I've definitely done a lot to heal my relationship with my body and my body, body image. That's still one thing that has really bothered me. Okay, enter Clearstem. I already love their facial products. I use their face wash. I use their Cell Renew Serum, their Clarity Serum, their night cream. I love absolutely all of it. And I hadn't really used body lotion since I was a teenager. I used to use that lotion that smelled like cocoa. If you know what I'm talking about, if you know, you know. And I haven't used it in a long time because a lot of lotion actually made me break out even worse and it was not very fun to go work out or to go on a run or do anything and just like feel that sticky sweaty feeling so I was a little hesitant to try this body lotion but I actually picked up swimming again this winter my skin was so dry I felt like a little lizard so I was like sure why not let's give it a try and I'm a convert I am such a big fan of this lotion it has ingredients like soothing green tea extract and aloe lavender essential oils, which has antimicrobial properties. And the best part is that it is not pore clogging. I cannot say enough good things about this lotion. It does not leave you sticky and sweaty like most lotions because it doesn't just sit on the surface of your skin. It actually absorbs in, you actually absorb all of these nutrients to help with your skin. And it's even safe to use on acne prone areas. So I've been using this on my back and it's been incredible. The change and the shift that I've seen in my skin back there. I hardly ever get breakouts anymore. After I take a shower, I put some of this on and it doesn't make putting my pajamas on after my shower all like sticky and gross it absorbs right in and can also help with things like scar tissue and keratosis pilaris also known as kp along with body acne i'm such a big fan of this lotion it smells kind of like lavender because it does have that essential oil in there and it's been a a daily part of my routine ever since discovering it. And I even got a massage recently and I had no idea what type of lotion that they were using. 
I could only assume it was pore clogging. If you go to Clear Stem's website, you can actually get the entire list of pore clogging ingredients and you're gonna be shocked at how many there are that you're probably already using in your skincare. So you can start to maybe remove some of those if anti-acne is on your radar. But I was able to use this lotion in my massage and my skin has never been happier. I was able to relax inside this session because I wasn't worried about what it was doing to my skin. So if you want to try out the Soft Skin Body Lotion from Clear Stem, I couldn't recommend it any more. You can use my code CHELSEA for 10% off at checkout. Let me know. Let me know if you try this out. I am really curious. I can't be the only one that struggles and suffers with bacne, but I finally found something that really helps and keeps my skin hydrated and moist at the same time. Be sure to check out that list of pore clogging ingredients on Clear Stem's website. I'll link everything you need to know in the show notes. Mm, okay, that's true. I mean, making sure that you're auditing kind of the things that are happening right now. And for you, I mean, it's beautiful that you have this focus, this goal right now, because everything that's not aligning with that, everything that doesn't directly have to do or benefit that, that can be released right now. Mm. I wonder what those things are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it feels... you're not asking what those things are. You're just, you're just offering that that's a possibility. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's true. And a, a big way to kind of help you discern between the two is asking yourself, okay, the decision to do this thing or not, you know, maybe it's an activity, maybe it's checking in with yourself, asking what, what really does need to be done today is where is this decision coming from? Is this coming from a place of love of joy of abundance or is this coming from a place of fear where maybe I'm worried if I don't do this thing then something negative is going to happen where if I don't do this thing then I'm going to just have even more on my plate so just checking in with yourself and asking where is this genuinely coming from and you'll you'll be able to feel it okay yeah that yeah that resonates I, FOMO is a big mm -hmm. A big one. And wanting to do everything all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You're not alone in that. Um, I have a lot of clients that, you know, they're very multi-passionate. They, they like to be a part of things. They don't want to miss out. And it really is, it's again, this concept of leaning into trusting that you are led to the things that are meant for you. You are not missing out. And when you make decisions from that place of love, of joy, of abundance, of choosing yourself, over other things, over obligations, over expectations, that that is when you're going to be in alignment. That is when things get to flow and feel easier. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that does, it, it's helpful to remember that which is for me cannot miss me. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you're a magnet for it. I mean, whether yeah. it's now or a couple of months from now, it's going to find you. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's helpful. As you're, as you're talking about, like, just as you've been talking the, what you said earlier about how, what does, what do I want from the goal of hiking the PCT and how can I give that to myself now? Um, that level of self-trust and self-acknowledgement, um, I think that's an aspect of, 
of stepping into this business Mm -hmm. of stepping into being of service to others, because I won't be able to do that without to do that fully or authentically without acknowledging, like you said, at the start that these are, no, I really have been studying this for a long time. I really do know what I'm talking about. I really do have something of value here. Yep. Owning that. I mean, here's the thing is I could, I could sit here all day and be like, Megan, you're fucking amazing. But if you're like, okay, yeah, like I hear you, but I'm not really hearing you. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. It's until we start to give ourselves that credit, that self-realization that like, wow, okay, this, this is actually really cool. I have a lot of my clients actually sit down to write out a list of accomplishments. I did this myself recently and I am going to continue to do it every single month because I am totally somebody and you're a climber too. So you you probably feel this in a big way where you like hit this milestone, you do the thing and you're like, what's next? Like, I'm not even going to celebrate for like five seconds. (laughs) We're on to the next. What's, what's that next big goal that I'm going to chase. And the thing is, nobody else is going to brag for us. Nobody else is going to sit there and be like, look, this is what this person did. It has to come from us. And you know, I will say that I see this with a lot of business owners. I've seen this with myself. Oh, when I hit this level in business, when I hit six figures, when I make my, you know, when I have five clients, then I'll feel happy. Then I'll feel successful. And it just doesn't work out that way. We're never, we're never going to feel satisfied with that unless we feel that way first. And we're coming from that place of gratitude of embodiment and then moving from there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that, no, that does make sense. How, I mean, this sound, this is, I know that there's no answer to this question, but I, I want to ask it anyways, like so far as he wants to ask it, there's, how do I know when I'm ready to, you know, like I just, I mean, I have been waiting on photographs from a photographer and they just, you know, I just paid the final invoice yesterday and like, I'm waiting on her to send me the link to be able to have them. So there are some things that are still kind of falling into place, but like, how do I know when I'm ready? How do I know when it's time? And also I'm really not concerned, but I'm really in a space of needing and knowing that I need to commit to um, my own self tending in these next several months, just with what's been coming up personally, emotionally with this trauma that I've been working through. And then school like how do I I don't want to put so much what I've noticed is I've been putting so much pressure on the on well this is really serious Megan if you're going to start this like you don't want to just be you know a culturally appropriating white girl in the wellness space you really need to be like take this seriously and be really high achieving in it. it and it needs to make a ton of money so that doesn't I mean that's not a magnetic space to be um, that's like four questions in one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love questions. Um, so the first thing that I want to say here is I think you could ask your animal guides to give you a sign. I'll, I'll just kind of set that aside because you, you do that already. You know, you could ask for a sign there. Um, we both share a mutual love for Victoria. Uh, she does human design. Do you know your human design by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a three, five generator. Okay. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. If I'm lit up by something, it's going to give me energy. Yep. Yep. You're an initiator, you know, so you have that full permission to literally start whenever it feels 
like it's the time for you. Um, do you know your strategy? I think it's sacral. Okay. I don't remember. There's, I think it's sacral. It's like in the gut. Yep. Yep. You'll feel it. You'll literally feel that like gut feeling of like, oh my God, like it's like, maybe it's a lurch forward. Maybe it's like you have butterflies in your tummy. Like there's going to be something to where it's like automatic yes or no. And I think for generators, it's really important to phrase questions in the yes or no response. So maybe asking yourself questions that do have that yes or no, and then really noticing how you're feeling in your body. And I think with this too, like it is, yes, remembering that like, there's never really going to be a right time for any of this. And you've already taken so many steps. You're already literally on the path to doing this. You know, sometimes, yeah, it's great to wait for like branded photos, but you know, are you going to be ready exactly when you get those back? Probably not. So maybe you could start writing some captions. You could write, start writing some content so that when you do get those photos back, you're like, all right, I feel like I'm in a good place with this. And One last thing that I'll offer up as well, something that I've really had to focus on a lot lately, and this is probably why I swear as a coach, we go through things that we can help (laughs) our clients and coach other people through things. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why that came up this morning. But for me, when I'm thinking about, okay, I've got a lot of healing work that I want to do. I have a lot of things that are very important in my life. I was treating them as separate to running my business when in reality, they need to be part of my business day, of my work day. They are not separate. I'm not compartmentalizing. How can I expect to run this successful business that's you know, very empowering and magnetic if I am trying to put my healing off until the night or I'm trying to, you know, I get tired and I'm like, mm, I don't really want to do it where in fact, I could actually just build it into my day because it literally is that important. So I think just remembering that that work doesn't have to be separate and that can actually be part of your business quote plan or strategy. Mm, Yeah. Wow. That's really powerful. That's I've heard that. I think this is probably the third time I've heard that (laughs) in the last. And for me, usually that's how like a, you know, an intuition, an intuitive hit of like, no, this is really true. I hear it multiple times from different places. So I feel like I hear it. I hear it. (laughs) That's how I, a lot of things, I hear things in podcasts too. That's how my guides talk to me is from podcasts and music. Um, okay. That's really helpful. Yeah. To hear. Cause it's not like you and your business are enmeshed. It's like, you're, I've heard the, um, a friend uses the the metaphor that she is her business is like a parent to her business mm-hmm. and she needs to be taking care of herself to be able to support it and nurture it and take give it what it needs exactly yep it's a reflection of you you know the business doesn't have to be you that's way too much pressure <laughs> like no fucking way you know even generators they they need to unplug they need their me time their recharge time too even though you do naturally have a lot of energy And I think, you know, potentially if consistency, that's something that you brought up earlier is something that, you know, will help you step into that future version of yourself. Maybe you plan to do some of that healing and trauma work. I know you can't really plan it. Some of the times it just like comes up and you're like, fuck, like, okay, we're here, here, here's where we're at. But maybe it is just saying, okay, I'm going to commit to this a couple of times a week. And that's what consistency looks like to me right now. Commit to doing some of the healing and trauma work and literally building that in 
within your workday for your business. So let's say, for example, you have a couple of hours every single day to work on your business. You're like, okay, two of those days, I'm going to focus more on me and where I'm at. And then the other two days, maybe I'll focus more on the outward facing things. So maybe that's connecting with potential clients, writing some content or working on my website. I kind of like to think of it as like the three different buckets. We have the support aspect, we have the energetics aspect, and then we have the strategy. So how can we start to implement all three of those as one consistent strategy inside the business? Mm, Okay. Can you explain the buckets more like in a different Yeah, (laughs) something I came up with. So there, I don't think there's like a framework out there anyway, but for me, what I, what I see for people is inside their business, they really focus heavily, especially in the beginning on the strategy. So strategy would be more like, okay, I have this website. People can see that I'm really focusing and building out my offers. I am talking with potential clients. I'm focused on pricing this in a way that feels really good. And we're focusing on all these things that are, yes, very actionable, but if we don't actually think about the energetics, so the intention and the energy behind the decisions that we're making, we're not focusing enough on where we're at in our personal lives. We're kind of just using the strategy as a distraction, then it's only going to go so far. It's only going to take you so far before you just don't have that foundation to pull on anymore. So the support piece comes in. I mean, you can get support with strategy. You can get support with energetics. That's, you know, your team, like your spirit guides, your therapist, maybe it's a coach. It's having different people to lean on, to act as a mirror for you, to hold space for you and really guide you through this entire process. Mm, Okay. Wow. It's okay. This is bringing up like some that I've been sort of, I think the lack of, or the not feeling so connected to or embodied in confidence that I've been, that I've been noticing has been a part of my experience the last several months. I've been feeling a lot of like, not secretiveness, but like almost shame where I'm like, oh, well, I'm sort of starting a business. I'm not really owning it Yep. to the point where, you know, I'm not really talking. I'm like vaguely or lightly mentioning it in therapy, or I mention it with my friends, but I'm kind of really looking for external validation when I bring it up. Um, I guess what I'm gathering or the dots I'm connecting with all this is that confidence, simply put, confidence comes from within, but it's (laughs) coming from that, like the self-acknowledgement. Yes. That's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. I mean, that's, that is in a nutshell, that's what it is. And so I'll kind of give this example. Um, Before I had a successful business, I just kept telling everyone, I was like, yeah, I have a really successful business. (laughs) And I was like, they don't fucking know, but I'm literally speaking this into existence. And then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, my reality has matched my words. I remember the exact moment where I was telling somebody, I was like, yeah, I have a really successful business. And I was like, oh my God, I actually do. And I had to decide that point when it was going to be successful. You know, yes, I can keep pushing the bar further and further and further, but as it stands, I believe that my business is incredibly successful. I transform and change a lot of people's lives and I own that. So it's all about owning the shifts and the challenges that you can get people. And especially as a new business owner, when you're first starting to work with people, working with them very closely, you know, getting really great shifts for them and then asking for feedback, asking for testimonials, because that will actually build your confidence. 
I'll give another example. So I'm stepping into this role of energy healer. And to be really honest, that scares the shit out of me. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? Am I an energy healer? Like, uh, there's a lot of, you know, doubt and confusion around that. Cause I've just never really seen that as part of my life role, but here we are. I meant to step into this and I can perform these high energy healings on myself and have massive things happen inside of these sessions. And I'm like, oh my God, is it going to be the same on another person? And I start to doubt that when in reality, all I am, I'm just a channel for that energy. So me doubting that it's going to be effective is actually kind of offensive to the universe. Like who are we to doubt the gifts that we were given, the things that we are drawn to when the universe has provided them for us? Hmm. Okay. I'm going to try not to turn that around to shaming myself, <laughs> but no, that's okay. Yeah. That's a, that, um, what is it? I think when you initially, when I initially DM'd you about this, you know, joining for the podcast coaching call, I was, um, I mentioned imposter syndrome and that, yeah, that, that, that question of who do I think I am? That's been a really big theme in the last year. Like who, because all I'm having all these disconfirming experiences that are so contrary to all the narratives that I've been that are so deeply wired in me <laughs> like all the all the stories that I've been telling myself for so long and now I'm having this like wait what I'm in a secure partnership huh or wait what I'm gonna go through hike what are you talking about I'm a like huh I'm a trad climber what do you mean I'm a, gonna be a business owner like that's crazy um it's yeah it's helpful to hear that giving yourself permission is, is the, where the permission comes from. Absolutely. Yeah. Other people can tell us these things, but it's kind of like you said earlier, you're like, okay, I've been hearing this. I heard it three times. Now I hear it. Like yeah. <laughs> when it comes from you, it's going to be that much more powerful. So maybe what this looks like is taking a little bit of time to sit down and journal about like, who am I? What is my identity right now? Who do I identify as? And I think when we get kind of into this conversation of the future self, yes, shame can be introduced. And, you know, on one hand, I think it's beautiful to give shame a place to sit, like literally inviting it to the table with us, having it sit across from us. I've done a meditation about this in the 22 day challenge of all about fear. We literally invite it to the table and we're like, what do you want to tell me? Let's talk about this. What do you want me to feel? Let me know how bad it was for you so that I can sit with it for a second. All shame wants to do is be felt. And oftentimes when we are trying to avoid it so like heavily, we're trying to run away from it. It's like, yeah, no, not so fast. I'm actually right behind you. Don't worry. I'll be there when you stop. So giving it a place to express itself and also coming back to understanding that our future self it is always going to be that next version, but there's no rush to get there. You know, mm -hmm. we're not on a timeline. We're not late. We're not behind. And sometimes there really, there has to be an integration period. You know, all of this growth that we're doing. I mean, when you're going through trauma, when you're doing healing, there's got to be that period of time where you just let yourself integrate, where you let yourself rest. Yeah, that's definitely I think, I, I think that play or what you're saying that resonates with where I'm at currently. Um, and I'm, I want to like, I want anxiety wants answers. Anxiety wants to know, like, 
am I barking up the wrong tree? Should I, did I just like, you know, waste money on a photographer and a domain and all these things? Like, am I, should I even be starting a business? Is this crazy? Because I don't know what the, I don't know what the feelings associated with the, this trauma work are going to need until I'm with it in, in the present. Um, but it does sound like, like you've said, I guess I'll ask a question for in your experience, because I, I imagine you've had a lot of things that have come up for you unexpectedly while being a business owner <clears throat> and things that are really asking for your attention and asking to be sat with and tended to. And I mean, do you just like clear your schedule? Do you, do you like, how do you, how do you honor yourself while also respecting and honoring those commitments that you've made to your clients, to your business, like taking care of both? Yes, this is such a good question. I'm so, so glad that you asked this. I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with is getting into these tendencies. You know, it's, it's people pleasing, putting other people's needs ahead of our own. I mean, when it really comes down to it, I come first. I understand that my clients, you know, they've made an investment with me, but it's not fair to them if I'm showing up at 30, 40, 50%. I, at this point, you know, I've coached hundreds of people. So I've gone through many, many hours of sessions where I now know when I'm in a certain state, I know that doing a client call, doing a coaching call is actually going to make me feel so much fucking better after it. And there are times where I'm like, nope, this is not actually serving anyone. The latter doesn't come up near as often. And for me, I have enough freedom built into my schedule initially to where I can take more days off. I generally only coach one day a week. Um, that's something that I recommend for newer business owners is picking a couple of days a week where you're available and the other days you're not, and you're doing things for yourself. You're doing more behind the scenes, the back end side of the business so that you actually have rest built into your schedule. A lot of business owners really get into this. Okay, great. Like now I've got clients. This is kind of amazing, but I'm working seven days a week. And when we start to build a business from that foundation, it gets really hard to scale your business because you're in the energy of the more I do, the more I make. And we're starting to solidify that belief within ourselves. So making sure that you do build in those rest periods for yourself. And it's also trusting that I can't fuck this up. Like I literally, yeah. if things that are meant for me will find me, there's no wrong choice. There's no wrong decision. So no, I did not just waste money on a photographer. No, I did not just you know waste money on a domain. I meant to do these things. Maybe I don't see exactly where they play out. I mean, at this point I've pivoted my business like three times and I'm like, well, was that a waste? I'm like, no, I had to learn from that. I had to learn where I wanted to go from that experience. And you know, speaking as a business owner, I've definitely had things come up that have really demanded my attention. And I take a look at it and I'm like, you know what, like, this is not something that I'm able to process right now. I'm, I have a lot of calls. Sometimes I'll cancel the calls. Um, I try really hard not to reschedule. I just respect my clients times a lot, but again, it's building in that rest. And it's also kind of being able to use your lessons, use your life lessons 
for your clients as well. I mean, the things that you're going through, I truly believe that the more open and vulnerable that we are, you know, after going through that period of time where you're processing, I don't necessarily think we need to share everything the second that we're going through it. But when you've had a little bit more time to sit with it and sharing the things that are coming up for you, that's when you're going to find connection points with people. That's when people are like, holy shit, she's been through that too. I thought I was alone in that. And then they're really going to feel seen and heard by you. And that's what really will strengthen your connection. Wow. This is like making me emotional. (laughs) Not full on, but there's something in here. Like just, yeah. Thank you for, yeah. Thank you for going there for naming all of that. And, um, the, just when, when you said, when you said, no, you haven't wasted money on a photographer or a domain, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my God, I haven't. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, because I do recognize like in, had, had the photographer taken less time, if I already had the photos in hand two weeks ago, like I'd planned in my, you know, in my, my anxious brain months ago, I would, I would have probably started the business and then all this, you know, old dusty shit would come up really intensely. And it's been like, I've been doing so much emotional excavation the last several weeks. Um, And so, yeah, thank you. This is like a great reminder of, of my why too, for (laughs) why I'm even doing this. And just hearing you say like that sometimes doing a coaching call for you, like engaging with your business actually makes you feel a lot better. It's like, I'm a fucking generator. Like I'm, (laughs) it's available to me to be lit up by the things that light me up. And it's, it's in my capacity, my, I have the sovereignty to say yes to myself, like to give myself permission to go on a walk. Cause that does make me feel better to do a reading for someone because I do really enjoy interfacing with people and okay this is helpful (laughs) good I'm so glad that I mean that makes my day see this is exactly too I think you know being being women first of all I think we are even more susceptible to taking on other people's emotions and energies and those are the times that I realize holy shit I feel so much better after a coaching call because I was holding on to shit that wasn't mine you know, and it took me a while to actually discern, can I show up for this fully or can I not? And I'm not going to lie. I maybe didn't choose, you know, the quote, right decision in the beginning, but I had to learn. I had to make that decision in order to learn. Oh, okay. If I get into a similar situation like that next time, that's going to be a time that I reschedule. And that's the way that it's going to be. And I have plenty of mentors that have rescheduled, you know, due to things coming up for them. And I actually am really grateful for that because I'm like, yeah, that probably wouldn't be the best call for either of us right now. You know, I want you to take care of yourself in order for us to, you know, have the most productive use of our time that we can. Mm. Yeah. That's such a great point of other people taking and like having healthy boundaries in that way and demonstrating them is an expansive thing to witness and say, Oh, I can do that too. Are you, do you have, like, I understand everybody has different needs around self-clearing, but in the realm of boundaries, something I've noticed for me is I'll get really tired after like even just doing a, a mock 
um, helping skill exercise in a counseling class, I'll feel really exhausted afterwards. Um, do you have any tips for, you know, beyond like you did, you did give the tip of scheduling in boundaries and rest um, as a, probably as methods of self-clearing, but how, how does that show up for you or when you offer it to new clients or to new business owners rather? This is such a good question. So, and I'm, I'm so glad that you're asking this now. I mean, you have all of the insight and the foresight to ask these bigger questions that a lot of people don't think about until they're a year or two years into their business. I'm like, shit, I wish I would ask that question. Like, probably would have had problems with it. So <laughs> yeah, I'm learning so, by doing that's that third line life, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, so funny. So what I will say when it comes to boundaries is I think boundaries around technology are first and foremost, super important. Um, I've come to realize lately, I'm a shitty texter. I take a really long time texting people back and I felt really guilty and bad for that for a long time. And I'm like, you know what? Like, if you're going to send me a text that actually requires me to sit down and put some thought into it, I want to make sure that I'm available for that. So when I have the time to do that, I will do it. And once I started to make that shift in my mindset of I'm not a shitty person for not responding right away, I'm saying, you know what, I'm actually giving more attention and care to this than I would have taking two seconds to respond to it. So being very intentional with that, being very intentional about the way that clients can communicate with you. So setting boundaries around that. For me, I give myself a 72 hour turnaround with my clients. And typically I respond a lot earlier. I know that for me as my rebel self, the more that I try to put myself in a box, the more that I'm like, nope, that's not happening. So I've understand and I've learned that about myself. It took a little bit, but it's also giving yourself permission that, you know what, if you are not in a good headspace, who is it serving to be communicating with your clients in that space? Like I want every single moment that I have with my clients to be the most transformational that they can be. So giving my full time and attention to that. Some people do really well blocking out time in their schedule to respond to things. I'm a little bit more fluid than that because I do have such a rebel personality. And I, if I were to say, I'm going to do this at 12 PM, I'm like, I'm doing literally anything other than that at 12 PM. Cause I just, I can't tell myself what to do most of the time, but I also really like doing a little bit more energetic practices around clearing as well. So setting up protection in the morning. So this could be a simple visualization exercise that you do. I like to do one where I'm like literally wearing armor. So I am more protected from that. I like to do one at night as well. You know, you can call in some of your spirit team. I like to call in Archangel Michael and he just protects me. So that could be something that you do as well as just leaning into those practices that are available for you that maybe only take a couple of minutes. And it's also understanding that as a business owner, your capacity will get bigger and bigger the longer that you run your business. I know for me, when I first started, I was like, shit, I can barely handle like two coaching calls a day. I'm like really fucking tired. And now I'm like, great, let's do that. Plus two podcast episodes, plus a YouTube video every week. Your capacity to do these things will expand as your craft grows with you. Okay. Yeah. That is a really helpful reminder. <laughs> yeah. We often hear about people like somewhere farther along in their journey. And yeah, it's really, I think it's easy to forget where we started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks for yeah, bringing that up. Um, no, those are helpful. I'm, I'm just reminded of, I think, in the beginning when you asked me about 
how this 10K goal is going to, how I'm going to meet it, what I'm going to need to do that. And I mentioned consistency. It sounds like having, holding appropriate and authentic boundaries that are self-honoring is also like leading to personal, maintaining personal integrity, which then feeds confidence. Yes. Because if I'm not in integrity with myself, if I'm just being willy nilly and I'm like forcing myself to do an Instagram live at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday when I'm hungry yep. Yep. <laughs> or tired, like that's just feeding this narrative that I can't trust myself, that I'm full of shit, that I'm, you know, yep. bad at what I'm trying to do, that I'm selling a bad product. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And I really want to point out too. So this is a conversation actually that I've been having a lot. So you're not alone, Megan is where have we told ourselves that a business has to look a certain way? Where have we told ourselves that it has to fit in this certain box or it's not going to be successful. It's not going to make us any money. It's never going to get off the ground. It's never going to go anywhere. And understanding that, you know what, it actually gets to look like whatever the fuck I want it to look like. If I want to go on a walk in the middle of the day, and that's going to bring me joy and happiness, trusting that that will bring you closer to forcing yourself to write an Instagram post ever will. Yeah. Wow. Chelsea, this is like giving me so much permission. I, I've been so like <laughs> God awful serious about <laughs> about my business and I even took this like psychic development six month long course and I haven't done the last two months because I was taking it so fucking seriously it was like making me sick so thank you yes (laughs) where's where's the joy your business gets to be fucking fun this is oh my god I swear I was meant to talk to you because I'm like oh I just went through all of these things and I I swear it's thank you that's so helpful I know I like talk to animals like that's what my business is about like we're gonna have some fun (laughs) oh yes oh yes yeah and it's it really is like you know it's it's easy I think to get trapped into the seriousness of it you know especially if it's something that is bringing you income and essentially we're like tying it to our feelings of safety and groundedness but it's understanding that you know, no matter how much money you make, if you don't feel safe and grounded in the first place, there's no amount that will ever make you feel good. So how can we start to embody those things now? It doesn't have to be serious. It gets to be fun. Where can we transmute those feelings of fear and doubt into gratitude and expansion and expression? So many places. <laughs> so many places. Okay. How are you feeling? Um, I feel like I actually might want to work on my business this week. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting. Yeah. I paid that invoice and I was like, oh man, maybe I like, why am I even, you know, of course I'm going to pay the invoice, but I was just for the photographer, but I was like, okay, well, are you going to work on your business? I don't think so. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is, I feel a lot more like energy's going down into my gut a little more so that's exciting (laughs) oh I like it I love it and yeah it really is remembering that if you're doing things like working with your therapist or you're sitting in meditation or you're speaking with your guides that's work like you're good those hours count totally yeah very much yeah no need to work 24 7 like you also get to rest and integrate unplug and prioritize yourself I think 
I mean, here's the thing. So for me, when I work with clients, I am building from this base of, hey, it gets to look like how you want it to look like. But if I'm not doing that as a coach, people are going to know I'm full of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like we have to we have to walk the walk and talk the talk first in order to attract the types of clients that we want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't want like I want people who are in integrity with themselves too, because that's what I'm, I'm use I'm, I think animal cards are a way of self-returning, a tool for self-returning. So yep. like returning to our own knowing and integrity. So of course I want to <laughs> embody that, but I'm never going to be able to embody it if I'm being like really serious about it. <laughs> that's yep. not, okay. That's yep. very if you, cool. Yeah. If you never give yourself permission to rest and slow down your clients will continue to struggle with that and they're not going to get the results and transformations that they want. Mm, that's so true. Yeah, okay. it starts with us. It's, it's yeah. a, you know, it's this uh, one-way ticket running a business is to self-development land, which yeah. you know, actually has no destination. It's just this constant journey. Yeah, <laughs> around the world ticket. Yes, exactly. But it's fun. You know, it gets to be fun in that process as well. So thank you so much, Megan, for coming on the podcast. I hope this brought you a lot of clarity, direction, and this was such a great conversation. I'm so thankful for you to being open to this and to being vulnerable and sharing a lot of your thoughts. This was, this was really wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, Chelsea. This is such a, this is a manifestation. So I'm like, I wrote it down and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's really happening. So thank you so much for, um, yeah, just for sitting with me, being with me, walking me through, helping me to like, come back to, you know, return to sender, come back to myself. Yes, my absolute pleasure. A huge thank you to Megan for coming on the show, for willing to be vulnerable, for sitting in the discomfort, for questioning, for allowing her answers to come to the surface. I'm so, so proud of her. I'm so excited to see what her journey brings, wishing her all the good luck, good wishes, good vibes on her PCT hike. I think that that is going to bring her so much clarity, so much direction. I just, how incredible that she's able to embark on this journey. All right. If you have loved this episode, be sure to tag us on Instagram. I am at expand with Chelsea and Megan is at Megan Sprague, S-P-R-A-G-U-E for the last name. We would really, really love to hear what you loved from this episode, what resonated with you. And let me know if you love this live coaching style of episodes. I've got at least one planned per month going forward for the podcast. If there are any specific topics that you'd love to hear me coach around, if you would love to be coached yourself, just send me a message on Instagram with your specific topic or question and we will go from there. If you haven't yet left a rating and a review of the podcast, I would really, really appreciate if you would take a couple minutes of your time to go do so. If you love the show and haven't yet shared it with your friends, your audience, that means the world to me. That helps me out more than anything is you sharing my work. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode.